This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Unprecedented. The difference between where USDA started out from this year and their forecast for grain production and market outlook may well turn out to be the most divergence ever seen before between preseason expectations and reality. Their acreage outlook and yield outlook for 181.5 bushel per acre corn and a record 52 bushel per acre for soybeans may turn out to be miles off. The impact that this would have on their balance sheet carryout projections could be unprecedented. The impact on producers will be dramatic with much collateral impact on processors and end users of all types. Some grain producers have gone through three years of drought, regardless of what some think. You can only live off of crop insurance indemnities only so long. Financial conditions will vary between regions, but there are operations that will not survive this. High prices only matter if you have something to sell. Market advisors give recommendations in terms of percentages of the crop, and many farmers have no idea what they'll be able to grow. Yield uncertainty makes marketing extremely difficult where confidence in production is low. This could not have happened at a worse time for industries like hog producers. They were on the ropes because of weak demand and other issues such as Proposition 12, the enforcement of which will be now delayed until next year, and we're hoping for lower feed costs this fall. Not. Soy meal price inflation will give them no break. Herd liquidation becomes more likely. There will be some regional production differences that may add supply in some areas, but subtract in others, impacting regional basis. The EPA provided a buying opportunity in soy oil this week. Three years of La Nina and drought was supposed to be some kind of limit. So with El Nino coming, there was supposed to be a 70% chance of a trend line plus 2023 corn yield. I think that is already a foregone conclusion that trend line yield potential is gone. 30% of the time it fails, and here we are. Actually, four years of drought is not unprecedented. The 1930s saw four years of major drought dropped into about a 12-year window of dry conditions. Iowa suffered six years of drought in the 1950s. Dr. Elwin Taylor has been long forecasting an 89-year drought cycle that has targeted for 2025 that would align with the 1930s. 2023 would be 87 years into an 89-year drought cycle. Taylor would say something like, close enough for government work. In terms of statistical percentages, we are directly in the window for an 89-year drought cycle. The 1930s were bad, and so far the 2020s are too. Conditions and forecast. The early season plunge in 2023 crop condition ratings is unprecedented. It is the poorest start ever in USDA data. Condition ratings will drop further this week and continue to decline until we see enough corn belt moisture for them to stabilize. I was surprised at last week's significant decline in crop condition ratings in the Dakotas. Fairly certain rain there this week should help that region stabilize. Condition ratings in the far eastern Corn Belt, where they have gotten some rain, should stabilize. There is a ridge over the southwest U.S., which two systems will ride over in the next several days that will have a chance of delivering some moisture to dry areas. There is a rain-producing system in the northwest Corn Belt and another in the southeast Corn Belt that will attempt to come together to shrink the size of the donut hole over Illinois this weekend. The 8-10 to 10 day and 8-14 to 14 day forecast got wetter as well. The Euro model, which has performed better, is the wetter. 
This is the best forecast chance of moisture for the Donut Hole region in quite a while, so we will see if this one performs. That is the forecast that generated market weakness that it will now evaluate how it delivers next week. Good luck. It takes soaking rains to arrest deterioration. An inch will be a temporary reprieve. Another inch would be immediately needed to arrest deterioration in the driest areas. The bigger picture, with the Bermuda High still far out of position, robs the dry central corn belt of atmospheric moisture that these systems can trigger. At some point, severe stress on crops is unrecoverable, something a rain that comes too late cannot fix. Every day that goes by makes the drought stress less recoverable. Corn will cross that threshold of limited recovery before soybeans, as the latter could benefit yet from good rains. Drought will bring on an earlier harvest, as well as trim some harvested acres. Much attention will be given the June 30th planted acreage report, but frankly it will be the later revisions that will be needed to correct acreage for growing conditions. I'm traveling across Iowa this weekend to the air show in Davenport, so we'll get a good look at crops in eastern Iowa. Maybe I can bring some rain with me. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.